When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So you talked about dealing with the doubt, obviously, in, in the latter part of your career, coming back from injury. But I want to take it back to high school. You were a three-star recruit coming out of Dematha, played with Quinn Cook. Quinn, I think, was a McDonald's All-American. So how do you go from, I want to say you were like number 144 in the 45. country. 145. <laughs> we know our numbers, bro. Okay. <laughs> 145, 145th best player in the country going into Indiana to now the number two overall pick in the 2013 NBA draft three years later. Just different mentally, to be honest with you. Like, I, I know for a fact mentally I'm different than a lot of people. I just know that because of what I've, what I've accomplished and what I've been through. And knowing that I wasn't given the, the same luxuries and opportunities as everyone else did, but I still accomplished the same or, or greater than, than, than them. Um, I remember coming out of high school, you know, um, Guys were, the schools were afraid to recruit me because I played the four in high school. And I was, uh, it, it was so bad. Coach Jones, our coach at the time, used to tell me, when you rebound it, outlet it to the guard. I said, I'm 6'3". I'm outlet to, <laughs> I'm to another dude who's 6'3". <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it was a real thing. So um, a, lot of, a lot of teams were afraid to... You know, they would knock on the door, but nobody would ever offer me. I remember sitting with, with, with Buzz Williams, who, I think that's his name. He was in Marquette. I sat with him for two and a half hours talking to him, and he never offered me. Um, I remember I had an offer from um, Gary Williams at University of Maryland. Everybody thought I was going to Maryland, too, early on in my high school career. And then, you know, Maryland took the offer away going into my senior year. So my, my the summer, well, the winter of my senior year, I didn't have any college offers. And then I remember going to, we played in a Christmas tournament and Coach Crean came and he was with Indiana at the time. Indiana had won five games the year before. Coach Crean offered me after one game. I went on my visit in like spring. I was like, I'm committing, I'm not going nowhere else. You know, that summer you play AAU 17 and under. Mm -hmm. After I committed to IU, it was like little schools, Notre Dame knocked on the door, Florida knocked on the door. I was like, I'm not decommitting, I'm going to IU. And what was crazy, when I first got to IU, we was terrible. We won like four games, five games, ten games my first year. We didn't even make it to the NIT. And then uh, we got Cody Zeller, we got a center, and then we beat, you know, Kentucky at the buzzer. But going into my junior year, I wasn't on any draft boards. None. Not even second round, nothing. Nobody even was thinking about me at the time. But I remember when I first got on campus, one of my good friends, he's an Asian right now, his name's David Spahn, like my, one of my close, close friends. And I was, when I first, my first day on campus, I went to the gym, I worked out. He walked in. This is my first interaction with anybody at the university. So he's like the first person I was speaking to that. I'm like, all right, I'm having an in-depth conversation with him. He's like, where's Coach Crean? I said, I don't know where he at. He was like, I'm trying to, you know, come in and be an intern or whatever the case may be. So he was like, you Victor Oladipo, right? I said, yeah, I'm him. 
And he was like, uh, not like that, but he was like, <laughs> he was like, oh, cool. Da, da, da. How you feel about everything? What you think is going to be like? I said, man, I don't know, man. I'm just trying to get here three, be here three years, and I'm gone. He said, gone where? I said, I'm going to the league. He said, you got a lot of work to do. I said, that's okay. I don't shy away from work. I remember the next day we had our first practice. I got destroyed. Whoo, I got killed. Like, I'm talking about crucified out there. Yeah. I remember sitting on the sideline, damn near in tears. And uh, one, of our, one of our player development guys, Seth Cooper, he with the Warriors now, came up to me. said, man, what's wrong with you? Pulled me up. I said, man, I got a long way to go. I said, I got a long way to go. <laughs> and I remember my, my sophomore year, after my sophomore year, we went to the Sweet 16. It's the best Indiana had done in probably like 10 years. Mm -hmm. And I remember sitting down in the locker room after we lost to Kentucky in the, in the Sweet 16 and telling myself, this is my last year in college coming up. No one else thought that. Mm -hmm. I was the only, I guarantee you, I was the only, I could bet a million dollars I was the only human being on earth that thought that. I was like, I will not be back. This will be my senior year coming up. So the, after, that, after that season was over, I didn't go back to school, worked on my degree, stayed all summer. I didn't go home. My mom was really upset at me that summer. She asked me why. I remember she'd be like, are you going to come home? I'm like, I can't right now. I can't. I'm sorry. And I remember that summer, that summer, one of our, the best shooters in the country, his name's Jordan Halls. He's actually a coach for Indy right now. He was like third best shooting percentage in the country. Mm -hmm. You know, my thing in the college was, can he shoot, can he shoot, can he shoot? I did shooting games literally from the start of the summer to the end, literally like two months straight, we was doing shooting competitions. I was getting destroyed. I probably won twice also. <laughs> but I came back with a, I shot like 50% almost damn near that year. And after, when guys had to respect that, it was, I mean, yeah. going past them and that's, that it's over with after that. And you know, what's crazy is going into my junior year, I, 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 I distinguishedly remember like, my first couple games, I was terrible, Gil. Terrible. That's, I played bad. And it was because I was trying to show everybody what I was working on. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I remember sitting down and watching film like, bro, just, just blow their doors off. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, you're in a You forces them. You try to show people. Just blow their doors yeah, off, bro. Oh, this in me now. Just yeah. blow their doors off. And then I just... It just clicked from we played North Carolina Big Ten Big Ten ACC Challenge, and I had 25 that game, and my mama was in the stands, and she'll tell you today she was like, "That's when I knew there's you just changed." In the game start, I started controlling. That's when you felt I felt like I was controlling the game with my mind, defensively, offense, just controlling it, like making reads before anyone else saw the read, like, and then next thing you know, boom going from not even talked about, not even thought about, to be the only one on the earth thinking that I could do it, to actually doing it, actually doing better than mm -hmm. really better, better than <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. To be honest with you. So that's why I feel like right now it's like, I'm in a position where what I say and what I do sounds bizarre. You've been hurt twice. Mm -hmm. You've been on five different teams. You so-called fumble the bag. That's, we'll get to that conversation <laughs> later. You had a great one great year. Now you telling everybody one great year. 
Well, two, two, two my bad. Two and a half. Don't discredit yourself. Yeah. <laughs> two great years. <laughs> think about it. But two, two great years. And now you're telling everybody you think you're still one of the best players in the world. People think I'm drunk at the bar. But that's Besides okay. defenders, we gotta guard it. We gotta people who gotta guard it. Like, yeah, hey, that's why I was like, when, when I used to hear people talk, I was like, well, you, tell a player to back that up. All right, tell a tell a player to back that up. I'm not a top five. I guarantee you won't find one. But you know, that's just 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 like anything, man. You gotta, you know, when you believe in yourself, and it only takes sometimes one game. It only takes like you do something to the point where you're like, that's it. I got it. You know, you know, like when you're doing something and somebody like, do it like this, do it like this, you're like, uh, uh, I got it. I, 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 got, I got it. Okay, I got it. And then from there, you just take off. Yeah. Same thing with, with the game, right? Mm-hmm. That, that game in North Carolina just like clinked. Oh, I got this. All right, yeah. I, I got it. Everything I did in the summer clicked. Yeah. And it just, it, 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 defense about to be on point, offense about to be on point, decision making. Same thing, you know, that happens in the NBA. All yeah, it takes man. is one game uh-huh. for your brain to say, you him. Yeah. Facts. And then you become him. Facts. You know, it's, and it's still like, you know, even within that confidence, you know, you, I, I'm still human. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I remember seeing something online along the lines of basically the most successful people have the most certain things in common. One, they, they, believe, they believe in themselves no matter what. Mm-hmm. Two, there, there's always a sense of doubt. There's always a sense of, am I good enough or can I accomplish this? And then I think they call it impulse control, basically how hard you work, are the three most common things with the most successful people. And it kind of sunk into my mind and, and, and it kind of related to my life because that's me to the T. Like, of course, I'm human, I have doubt. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, the unknown is, is the biggest <laughs> doubt you have. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what the future holds. I don't know what, the year is going to look like. I don't know what the year is going to be like, but, you know, to say I don't have confidence in myself and honestly, you know, the God I serve, to be real with you, like, I feel like I've accomplished a lot of things that people said I could and um, why would I doubt it now? Mm -hmm. Why? Because I'm a little older. Why? Because I was injured twice. It'll be easy to doubt it now, but Mm -hmm. you only get one career, bro. You only get one career, you only get one shot at this. And look at all these jerseys you got on this wall. <laughs> I'm trying to be on this wall one day, you feel me? So, and I got, in my mind, doing it, I'm looking at it from, from a number standpoint. Bro, listen, you, you probably got like eight years left, at the most. Mm-hmm. Maybe 10 if the way that sports medicine is working its way up. You gotta make the most of this, so. Forget what everybody else saying. <laughs> yeah, but it was, you gotta, to be honest, how you look at it, you had one career. Yeah. This is starting your second career. That's what I'm saying. That's what I feel. That's what I honestly feel like. That's yep. what, and I, I can't. I can't look at it any other way. You know what I'm saying? I, I won't let myself. And um, you know, I you know I just hope and pray for the best, and then go out there and leave it all out there, and then everything else, you know, will take care of itself. I truly believe that, but. It's just, you know, like I said from the beginning, to answer your question, I just feel like, you know, mentally I, I, I'm just different, you know, and I know how to get there mentally. That's why I've accomplished what I, I've accomplished. That's why everyone sees the flashes or they see mm-hmm. what I did when I had my own team. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I, I can get there. Trust me. I can get there. I've been there. 
Um, now it's just a matter of making sure my mind and my body are one so I can do it again. I heard someone say, um, unfortunately, he, he was a prisoner, came out of prison. Um, and he, <laughs> he was, I mean, he's been in the pen for a long time. But uh, he said, um, to be to be where you want to be, you have to create the man that belongs there, mm. right? You know, if you want to make it, you want to be an all-star, all-NBA player, top five, you have to create him mm. to get there, right? And I was trying to figure out what that meant. And it's, it's what does a top five player do? What does an all-star do? What is it? I have to create that person, that body, that mind, that will to make it there. Because the only way I'm going to get there is the only person that's going to get there is that person. You know what I mean? That's why only all NBA players make the all NBA. Same thing with all-star. So, you know, right now is, you know, creating that monster to become who you want him to become. You can't, you can't say you want to be a monster and you ain't doing monster-like shit. Exactly. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? Sure. So it's like basically create the person that you want to become. Mm-hmm. And then he will be there. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. What was your why? Like why 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 did you what what was it that was that was driving that 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 agent that agent like zero-ish like so I mean like it was some of the stuff I saw you do, bro, like <laughs> so what was what was what was your why? Like what was your why? What was your reasoning for why did you do what you did did why why were you playing basketball? What was your why? So being successful, there's only, it seems like there's only two roads, right? It's pain, right? We do it because something happened to us and it made us really go, you know, dig down and take that road. Then there's another road, which is love. You love it so much you just can't stop it, right? So you got these two paths, love, pain, right? So what was driving me at first was pain pain of the draft, pain of being benched, right? So if you watch my first two years, mm-hmm. I played the game angry. Like I was like I was behind Rasheed Wallace in technicals as a, at my second year in the league. I got the head bent at the referee once, got kicked out. Of, I was getting kicked out damn near every game because I was just so, like, I wanted it so much, mm-hmm. right? So, Got me, I won the MVP uh, of the rookie sophomore game, most improved player, right? Got that bag, right? 
that 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 fear of you know that fear of not you know daddy gonna be you know we're gonna be homeless i gotta go overseas that fear is gone right okay i got six years from there is going back to my childhood love it and then that's what kept me in the gym because i just love to play the game right like i like i didn't want to be at the club like that if i if i was in the club i'm thinking about you, you sitting there watching the NBA stuff, like you sitting there, yeah, 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 yeah. take you home after this. 48, oh, man, get off me, go to the gym. I go right to the gym, he had 48, I gotta, I gotta shoot 48 worth of shots, like, you know what I mean? So it was like being competitive, loving the process, like I love the process, like, I just, like waking up in the morning knowing I gotta run five miles, I loved it. Like I just like, we finished playing 12 pickup games and I got to do the bleachers at a certain time and I failed, do it again, all right, right? <laughs> like, like it was just one of those things where I didn't know what I was doing, right? But it was working. Like I didn't know, you know, people were like, yo, you, you know, you're doing too much. Like I was, you know, this summer I got 30 days to make 100,000 shots. Like I want to do, I can't wait to do that. Like I couldn't wait in the morning. Like I remember when I missed those free throws, I missed those free throws against uh, uh, LeBron and the Cavs. Mm -hmm. Like, look at the interview. I'm happy as hell. I'm happy because I know tomorrow I get to come in here. Tomorrow, like, I get to, like, work on my next game. Like, I just failed. I just failed. I just missed, I, I, I became a hero hitting the shot to go to overtime and then let the team down. Right? And I'm in there like, yo, like I can't, like I'm, I said, I'm about to take a week off. I'm gonna be here tomorrow. Took 2,000 shots the next day, 2,000 shots. Two day. And then someone asked me a question, like, you know, those free throws, they mess with you mentally? And like, whoa. And I didn't even think about the free. And he put doubt. Oh, I need to do something about this, right? I remember I'm talking to Drew. I'm like, who has the, who's mentally strong in this world? He was like, usually black ops, Navy SEALs, find me a black op guy. Find me a black op guy, right? It was like, what? Find me a black op guy. I need to, like, I don't want to think about those free throws no more. I need to really mentally check in. Like, I really need to, what is Kobe over there doing, right? And it was like, Kobe was working out this black ops guy named Frank out of San Francisco. Damn. San Francisco, what San Francisco? Say, I didn't have no plan. San Francisco, went to San Francisco. Wow. Met with him, um, I remember uh, the trainer Drew came with him and I was like, he was like, uh, what's the problem? I was like, there's no problem, I just don't want one. Mm. I don't want a problem. I want to be mentally strong. I miss free throws and someone made me think about them and I don't want to think about them no more. And then from there, just it, everything became mental. Everything he did was just mental. All I, I stayed there for a week. That's it. That's all I needed. Just a week. Just to, to see something different. I remember our first one was a warm-up. And he's like, all right, we're going to warm up. We got to go to the Blue House. Blue House? Yeah, it's just a Blue House. We're on the beach. Blue House. All right, cool. You know, you start running, talking. Yeah, yeah, chap, chap. Right, he started looking up. Chap, chap, chap. Five minutes go by, start chap, chap, chap. Right, you know, he's like, he's like oh, it's... As long as you keep looking for that blue house, this is gonna be a long run. What? He said, I suggest you just look down at the sand and just keep moving 
And when I tell you the blue house, we done, we done. He said, when I tell you the blue house. Four four hours. What? Four hours. That was our warm up. Four hours in the sand running to the blue house. And I'm just, just looking down, just, we just talking. Just was there a blue house? It was a blue house. <laughs> four hours later. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It was four hours later. That's insane. And I, and I remember um, he didn't. It was this. He didn't have. He didn't know nothing about basketball. Mm-hmm. Right. This was just all physical. Just physical. Running up hills, down until you bleed. Like our my trainer was throwing up blood. He says, and when he when you throw up blood, you keep going. All right. And then that was the first time I heard it, but I didn't know it. He's like, yo, we, we work out till we black out. All right, cool. I never knew what he meant until Kobe used to say it. Mm-hmm. And now I knew what, then I, blackout, like we're going to keep working out until one of us pass out. We're not going to stop this. We're, we're going to play one-on-one until one of us pass out. That's how we're going we're gonna to keep working until one of us just, just croaks it. And that was the mentality. So we're doing a shooting drill. And he's like, how many, uh, he's at five spots. Because I was like, yo, I gotta, I gotta get some shots up. He was like, all right, I'll rebound for you. Cause I'm like, I can do all this shit all day you want and all that, <laughs> that's cool. But I, I still need to, my brain still needs to do this. He was like, all right, uh, how, many, how many do you usually do? I said, uh, uh, 100 a spot. He's like, all right, cool. He said, we're gonna do 1,000 a spot. I wait, what? 1,000 a spot. Uh, all right. Shot. All right. You know, you see the brain, the brain starts, just start tricking off, thinking about some shit else, you know what I mean? Like, the, thinking about a thousand. He is at a thousand, a thousand, right? Who, who to do thousand? And all I, it's like it, 15 minutes seemed like it went by, 15, 20 minutes went by. And he was like, 10, 10. Like, oh, no, nah, I missed like eight row after. After he said 10, <laughs> missed eight in a row. He was like, I'm gonna tell you one thing. We're not stopping till you get to the thousand. So you better focus. And then I had, so I had to like try to create a method to not think about the longevity and just focus. So then it was like, all right, let me, let me, let me try to string some out, fuck him, right? <clears throat> that was 20 in a row. All right, miss one. I got to beat 20 in a row. Boom. All right, that's 23. I got to beat 23 in a row. Right? And then, and then eventually, it just, my brain started hyper thinking. Mm-hmm. Right? Start shooting. All right, I, I made all net. Let's just go all net. the rim. Right? And I'm sitting here playing a game with my, my own mind. Because first it becomes, you're not concentrating. Right? And then not concentrating went to, I still only, I got 9,000, I mean, I got 990 shots left. Oh, hell no, nah, give it up, <laughs> right? So eventually saying, oh, no, I got to get through this. Brain starts reactivating, starts really concentrating. Now I'm making 30, 40, 50 in a row, mad that I missed the one. Because my brain tells me, damn, I need to get this over with. I need to make all 990 in a row. And then I'm just walking, I'm just walking through these spots. So when I go back the next season, you can see the concentration in shots. 
you can see it like that that's where turnaround comes from like i didn't i didn't walk through this like, like yeah. i didn't walk through this once like after i did that with him that's when i left i'm good because i fought with my i fought with my brain shooting you go out there and you take a thousand shots watch what your brain do and then eventually it just turns over and then you just it just clicks and then that confidence of just boom Stringing them. You're gonna start you gonna start shooting shit that like oh let me see if I can do it sideways, throw it up. I'm gonna say I'm like you 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 really now testing what you can do. You start testing your ability. Like I I, I left there, like I'm I'm the best nigga on the planet. Oh I'm not uh, you can't stop me. And that's how I started that season off. Like I remember I, I remember we played Cleveland. Deshaun Stevenson came. <laughs> First game, horrible. I think I had like 13. And he, I heard him whisper. He was like, yo, I thought dude was nice. <laughs> I thought dude was nice. He was like, don't worry, watch this game. 44. Gave Paul Pierce all that. Take all this. <laughs> Take all this. Yeah. Take all this. And then there was this thing where it was, it was this bridge where I started off the season. I'm averaging like 36 at home, 18 on the road. And then it's like, now I got to find my road game. Right? I got to find my road game. And that's like, that's the thing. There's a road game, there's a home game. Once, you're, once you start figuring it out, man, that shit's so easy. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Like, I knew when James Harden, when it became easy, like them step back, step back, that's, that's him playing with the game. That's him playing with the game. Like, if he wanted to just do one-two go-by, one-two shot, like, he can literally average 40 because how the style he plays. But but it becomes so easy to him that he has to do all this extra stuff just to make it hard. Same thing with Kobe. Oh, I need to do pump fake, pump fake, pump fake, double team, wait for the double team. Like he waiting for the double team. All right, all right, <laughs> come on. Because it becomes, it be, they got to a level where it became so easy because they broke it down. They broke it down. Like I used to do a jumper, a layup, a free throw. Right? That's when I first started. Like, I just need a jumper, one free throw, and one layup every quarter. You can do that, right? Yeah. That's 20 easy. <laughs> That's 20 easy if you break it down just simple. But what happens is when, when we're playing a game and we start looking up and I ain't got no points and I'm, you become frantic. Once you make the layup, like, all right. You know, I made the layup, got that check, all right. Got fouled, two free throws, made both of them, check. Now I need a jumper. So when that jumper, when that jumper space comes, you're going to actually take it versus trying to do something else. What if you miss the jumper? You still got 11 more minutes to get that <laughs> jumper. <laughs> right? Let's say, let's say you did all the check-in, right, and you didn't hit your jumper, and you got 17. You failed one spot. Mm. The 17 don't matter. Matter. You didn't, you didn't pass that spot. Now the next one, you have the layup, 
the free throw, two jumpers. Two jumpers. Yeah, exactly. you got to make up for the last one. So, so after after uh, bad games or tough games for you, how did you what what did you tell yourself to prepare yourself for the next one? Um, I blamed it on part of my routine. Never mm-hmm. blame myself, mm-hmm. right? It's it's part of the routine. Like, damn, they are mashed potatoes. <laughs> it was the mashed potatoes I ordered. Sweet potatoes last time, right? Right? You know what I mean? But for the most part. I understood that bad games are going to happen. It's always the bounce back, right? So I always bounced. I always bounced back. So from 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 what I learned is, at the end of the day, you're if you're consistent with your routines, right? If you're consistent with your routines, doing everything you need to do, right? And you're here, you drop down. You're going to keep going. Your routine keeps you going, right? right, right. So. I have a bad game, yeah, I had a bad game. I had a great game, yeah. you know what I mean? But you're sitting here trying to, this is the game, right? You're gonna go up a little bit, down, up. It, 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 that's, that's all you're trying, to, you're trying to do. So you're not really dwelling on a bad game because that's part of, out of 82 games, 82 games, you're gonna have that season, three to five horrible games, mm-hmm. right? Just, you just couldn't, didn't <laughs> just, just you know what I mean? So you're gonna have three or four horrible, excellent, perfect game, three or four, three three to five, perfect game. So you have to calculate it all. So from there you're just playing that eighty percent game where you're trying to make sure eighty percent of the time you're on. Yeah. You know, and that just comes from just your preparation, making right. sure you're doing the same routine mm-hmm. all the time because mm-hmm. you know we're routined. Mm-hmm. Right? You know, um, you know, that's where, like, you know, I didn't, I didn't talk on game days. Like, I'm not using my phone on game days. You know, tickets, that had to be done, done the night before. You know what I mean? So if my father didn't do his tickets the night before and he didn't get in the game, that's your fault. <laughs> that's your fault. That's, that's part of your, that's part of your work. That ain't, that ain't on me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I gave you the number. You didn't do your job. That, don't blame me for that, right? Mm-hmm. But I won't know until after the game, right? So, like, like, I'll leave my phone. Like, when I get in my car, my phone stays home. So I'll find everything out when I get back to my home. Because um, at the end of the day, what is your phone going to help you during that game? Nothing. None. All that, I, 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 listen, it, it's ruined a lot of games. <laughs> it's ruined. You find out your girl done cheated on you. You over there stressing? <laughs> you over there, you got Allen Iverson too, and your girl cheated, boy. That's a horrible night, bro. Oh, man. And that, that's... That's 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 what ends up happening. Like so, there's nothing on that phone, you know, that's gonna help you perform at the level you need to perform. So mm-hmm. that was one thing that I didn't. The night before the game, I made sure I went in at seven o'clock. Um, made sure. So I routine. I, I learned from Mullen. Routine my body to wake up at that same time. Seven. So the day before the game, seven o'clock is my work. My work brain. Mm-hmm. Right. I go in at the gym and I'm going hard starting at seven. Right. So, you know, so when seven o'clock hits, my time clock kicks. Twelve o'clock, one o'clock. Rough. Because that's practice time. Oh, that was a rough games, bro. Oh, that was some rough games. I'm not even going to lie. That that new. How's your noon games? Your new one? Uh, they, they cool for the most part. You know what I'm saying? Like, because we're it's it's the time where it's laid back. We're just finishing practice. Our yeah. body is. You gotta remember, our body knows. Yeah, exactly. We have a we have a mental time clock. So when you're trying to get us up and play those twelve o'clock, one o'clock games, it ain't the same. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
You know what I mean? Different. So, you know, just more like this year, just be in tune with more of the, the mental part of, of the game. The physical part is fine. It's the mental, just staying in tune. Don't get down there. So watch old highlight. Man, create a whole highlight tape of yourself. Create a highlight tape so when you click that, you watch it. You watching what you do over and over. Bad game, you watching what you do. Here we go. There we go. Okay, I got it. Like you, you're, you're retraining your brain to always stay positive. Right. Never blame yourself for nothing. Man, damn, man. I'll, look, I'll miss, I'll miss four, five shots the end of that quarter. Hey, hey, can y'all check the limb? I don't think that's 10 feet, man. <laughs> And then have them out there checking. Uh, you know how you do something dumb, check the arm. You don't, uh, maybe it's a little twisted. Like I'm, right. look, I'm not, I'm not blaming my shot for nothing. Right. Ah, it's cold in here. It's the cold. Tell them to turn on the air. Like I'm, like I'm gonna make. Like you know, we don't supposed to make excuses. Mm-hmm. But for your mental, when it comes to sports, oh no, nah. no, nah, you don't want to blame yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, no, nah, I just had a bad game. Didn't do, no, 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 no. Rim was a little twisted a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> That's coming. That's so funny. Oh, well, Vic, we appreciate you pulling up, man. where you get these old-ass shorts from? You had them since they, like, you had them for that long? No, yeah. This your daddy shorts. They make new shit. They uh, make old new shit. <laughs> you already know. Oh, they make old shit, new shit again. <laughs> nah, but Vic, we appreciate you pulling up, man. And best of luck this season, man. Excited for that revenge tour. Definitely going to have man. to check it out when you come out to L.A., man. So thank you so much. Thank y'all for having me, bro. Appreciate y'all. Yeah, you know, man, it's always love. This has been another episode of No Chill with Gilbert Arenas. We'll be back with more very soon. <laughs> <laughs>